Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. It's always a joy to share the Word of God with you, and I really appreciate all of you that have become faithful viewers of our broadcast. And I want to especially thank all of you that take the time to write to us and let us know how much you're enjoying the teaching and how it's blessing your life, how it's helping you to grow spiritually and becoming the winner that God wants you to be. We're going to continue talking about today, pursuing God's glory. This is a message that I preached in our church right here at Heritage Faith Christian Center, Crowley, Texas. For those of you that don't know where Crowley is, it's just a suburb of Fort Worth. And we've been here for many, many years. Have a great church. If you're in our area, come and join us sometime. But we're talking about pursuing God's glory. I believe that God wants to manifest His glory in your life like never before throughout this year and beyond. You know, at the beginning of the year, the Lord said to me, tell people that they are to keep on their lips and keep in their prayers this statement, Lord, show me your glory. You know, that's what Moses asked God to do back in Exodus chapter 33. He said, I beseech thee, show me your glory. You know, that's a strong word, beseech. In other words, I implore you. He was desperate for the glory of God. We're going to be talking about how that you can get desperate for His glory and how that you can expect it to manifest. So once now, and I believe you're going to learn some powerful truths about the glory of God. So keep on your lips and keep in your prayers every day. Show me your glory. This is what we want God to do. Once again, how desperate are you for it? Now, we have to get out of this mentality that it's just going to be handed to us. My daddy taught me to work. That nothing came without working for it. Only two scriptures he ever shared with me in my life. And he said they were in the Bible, and I believed him. He said, a boy that don't work, don't eat. I got hungry and I wanted to eat, so I went to work. (laughs) And then when I got married, he said, a man that don't take care of his family is worse than an infidel. I didn't know what an infidel was, but I I didn't think I wanted to be one. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So when I say work, I'm not talking about works. I'm talking about being a doer of the Word. I'm not doing the Word to try to get God's approval of me. I'm doing the Word because Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? Amen. 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 Don't go around calling me Lord if you don't ever do anything I say. That's like I've had many ministers over the years. Brother Jerry, uh, uh, I consider you to be my spiritual father. Would you talk into my life? Would you speak into my life? And then when I see them in error and I speak into their life, they don't love me no more. (laughs) I I thought you want me to speak into your life. Yeah, but only good stuff. That's not covenant. Covenant deals with the bad as well as the good. God will praise you for doing right, but he'll get on to you for doing wrong. That's still covenant. Amen. So once again, what is our desire this year and for hereafter? 
We want God to show us his glory. So once again, how desperate are you for it? How determined are you to have it? Amen. Kenneth Hagin once said, the enemy is not going to let you possess anything that God wants you to have without a fight. Amen. I'll say it again. Brother Hagin said, the enemy is not going to let you possess anything that God wants you to have without a fight. The Bible declares in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38, the just shall live by faith. Say that with me. The just shall live by faith. Now listen to what 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12 says. Fight the good fight of faith. So it sounds like to me that if you're going to live by faith, get ready for a fight of faith. That's right. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. To live by faith, you got to be willing to fight. <laughs> not people, they're not your enemy. You have an adversary who's out to stop you from receiving what God wants you to have. He doesn't want you to have God's best. He wants you to live beneath your privileges as a child of God. He wants you to suffer for the rest of your life. He wants you to just barely get by. He wants you to just exist. And he hopefully, on his part, he's hoping that you will finally get so discouraged that you turn your back on God. But don't let that happen. Fight the good fight of faith. Look at your neighbor and say, man up. <laughs> fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at your neighbor and say, don't be a wimp. <laughs> Glory to God. If you're not willing to fight for what God says belongs to you, then it's not likely that it'll ever come to pass in your life. Yeah. Amen. I mean, everything Carol and I have, everything this ministry has, we've had to fight for it. We had to fight for it. If there was any other way, folks, I'd be preaching it. I don't know any other way. I've lived this way now. Uh, last Sunday was my uh, spiritual birthday, or no, what was it, last Sunday? Anyway, February the 11th. 49 years I've been walking with the Lord. Hallelujah. 49 years. And in 49 years, if there was any other way to have God's best, don't you think I would have figured it out by now? <laughs> Amen. 49 years is a long time. But I can't find any other way. And since this way has been working well for me, I believe I'll just stick with it, praise God, and fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. I've learned to say, and Carolyn's heard me say this many, many times, that every time we get ready to uh, get into another faith endeavor, faith project, believe in God for whatever it is, then the next thing she hears me say out of my mouth, let us go to the other side. Hallelujah. We're going to go to the other side, and we're not going to die out in the middle of the sea. We're not going to give up out in the middle of the sea. We're going to reach the other side. Praise God. Hallelujah. Buddy Harrison, my dear friend Buddy Harrison, he's gone on to be with the Lord. He used to say, get under the spout where the glory comes out. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So you fight the good fight of faith. Glory to God. The Holy Spirit has told us 
that 2018 would be days of glory, days of flourishing, days of abounding. But as you've heard me say in times past and even this morning, it's not automatic. There's a part that you and I must play, and that is your willingness to fight the good fight of faith, which simply means never give up. Never give up. Brother Jerry, you don't know how hard it is. Yes, I do. I might know it even better than some of you. I'm not saying it's easy. Amen. Staying in faith, daring to believe God when every circumstance around you is saying it'll never come to pass. And most of the people are telling you you're a fool for keeping on believing this. It's not easy. It is hard. But eventually, if you're determined and committed, you've decided that it's just a way of life. Amen. Amen. If there was any other way to survive without breathing, <laughs> well, I'm not going to breathe anymore. I don't like to breathe. It's too hard. Well, just quit. We'll bury you in the morning. The just shall live by faith. That's not an option. That's not a suggestion. The just shall live by faith. Well, why does God make it so hard on me? He's not making it hard on you. He's making it hard on the devil. Because if you live by faith, God will respond to your faith. Hallelujah. Amen. And the devil can't do anything about it. Praise God. He'll just have to sit by and watch God do what men say is impossible. Praise God. Can you say amen? amen? Never give up. The fight of faith requires both speaking the word and holding fast to the word. Speaking the word and holding fast to the word. Jesus said in the 11th chapter of Mark, verse 23, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believeth that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So one of the things that it requires is speaking the word, First, uh, Second Corinthians chapter four, verse thirteen says, "As it is written, therefore have I believed, and therefore have I spoken." In other words, whatever you believe, you're going to talk. If you really believe God's going to show you His glory, then you're talking it. If you really believe God's going to heal you, then you're talking it. If you really believe God's going to uh, uh, give you that financial breakthrough, then you're talking it. Amen. That's one of the ways you fight the good fight of faith. You, uh, silence is not golden where faith is concerned. Amen. You have to speak the word of God and do it on a continual basis and refuse to give up until it comes to pass. That's holding fast to the word. And this is where the fight really comes in. It, it's, it's easy to speak the word, but holding fast to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
not being moved by the circumstances. Amen. And just daring to hold fast to what God has said. The devil don't let up on me no more than he does you. But I've just learned, praise God, that if you stay faithful, stay consistent, eventually it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout if you believe it. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Everybody say without wavering. For he is faithful that promised. That's what you have to keep in the forefront of your thinking. He is faithful. God doesn't make promises that he doesn't intend to fulfill. He's not going to allow his promises to fail. But you also have to remember that the key here in this verse, without wavering, without wavering, say without wavering. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you can do this. Now understand this, it's not done in your own might, nor in your own strength, but in God's. That's the reason the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians 6.10, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Well, the Bible teaches us that God and His Word are one and the same. So to be strong in the Lord is be strong in the Word. Be full of the Word. Hallelujah. Amplified Bible says, be empowered through your union with Him. Draw your strength from Him. And one of the major ways that you do this is by staying close to him. Isaiah chapter 40 uh, says in verse 31, uh, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. So stay close to God. You'll renew your strength. Also stay full of his word. Uh, Acts chapter 20 verse 32, I commend you to the word which is able to build you up. Hallelujah. So stay close to the word. And then pray much in the Holy Ghost. 1 Corinthians 14, 4, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself. And the word edify there means to make strong, to build up. What's praying in tongues is like uh, working out with, with spiritual barbells. It builds you up. Hallelujah. The more you pray in the Spirit, the stronger you get. Hallelujah. Can you say Amen. James chapter 4, verse 7. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So the stronger you become, then the greater resistance you'll be able to apply to your adversary. The Bible says in the Amplified Version, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. So standing firm and without wavering is basically the same thing. Without wavering, stand firm. That has the same meaning, praise God. And once again, that's the only way I know how to experience God's best. I've been doing this for 49 years. It's working, so I think I'll just stick with it, praise God. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, fight the good fight of faith. Now, I want to, I want to leave this with you. Four, th- four things I have learned about fighting the good fight of faith. Number one, You must see through the eye of faith what God says is yours before it ever becomes reality. 
You must be able to see through the eye of faith what God says is yours before it ever becomes reality. Amen. We look not at things which are seen, Paul says, but at the things which are not seen. How can you see something that's not seen through the eye of faith? So we're asking God to show us his glory. So begin to see manifested presence of God, manifested goodness of God, manifested power of God taking place in your life. How can I see that, Brother Jerry? Well, it helps to go read the Bible. Amen. Go read the Bible about manifestations of his glory, his presence, his power, his goodness. And that's faith building. And, and it, it helps you to create a vision for it. You can see it through the eye of faith. Then number two, as we've already mentioned, you must speak it. There is no such thing of faith without speaking. Amen. Jesus said, have the God kind of faith. And then he started talking about whosoever shall say. So faith is released predominantly through the words of our mouth. So if you're asking God to see his glory, then see it through the eye of faith. See it taking place in your life. Number two, talk it. Speak it continually. Number three, you must in your heart take possession of it before it ever becomes reality. That in other words, receive it. See it, say it, receive it. Those are basic elements of the life of faith. See it, say it, receive it. Amen. Receive it in your heart before it ever comes to pass. Hallelujah. Just like I said, I could see myself flying in that jet before I ever took ownership of it in the natural. Amen. And then number four, you must be willing to pursue it with the attitude that you will never give up. Be willing to pursue it with the attitude that you will never give up. Now close it with this. Joshua chapter 14, verses 7 through 12. And this is the story of Caleb. You all know it, but it's worthy of repeating. It says from the Amplified Bible, this is Caleb speaking. Forty years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to scout out the land, and I brought him a report as it was in my heart. But my brethren who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt. What does that mean? They gave a negative report. Now, Christians don't mean, you know, to be instruments of the devil, but sometimes they can be. They can cause your heart to melt. In, a, in other words, melt means to become disheartened, discouraged, and to question the validity of what God said. And, and their report, contrary to jo, uh, Caleb's report, made their hearts melt. In other words, they became discouraged. Uh, it didn't look like what God had said was true. And then he said, yet I wholly followed the Lord my God. 
And I added in my notes, without wavering. And Moses swore on that day, surely the land on which your feet have, have walked shall be an inheritance to you and your children always because you have wholly followed the Lord your God. And now behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said, these 45 years since the Lord spoke this word to Moses while the Israelites wandered in the wilderness. Now I'm thinking after reading Jake, uh, uh, Caleb's story, what's 20 years? <laughs> Come on. Yes, sir. I stood for 20 That's years right. for something. Amen. He stood for 45. Yes, sir. Now, how many Christians you know are willing to stand for 25, 45 years? He said, the Lord kept me alive, as he said, these 45 years since the Lord spoke uh, this word to Moses while the Israelites wandered in the wilderness. And behold, I am this day 85 years old. Yet I am as strong today as I was in the day that Moses sent me. <coughs> and my strength is now for war. My strength is now for war. He's already stood for 45 years. Now he says, I'm ready to go to war. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And to go out and to come. So now give me this mountain of which the Lord spake that day. Hallelujah. So notice 40 years. I said 45, 40 years. He was willing to hold fast to what God had promised. How long are you willing to hold fast to it? How desperate are you? Wilt thou see the glory? Wilt thou see the glory? I suppose the bottom line to this is, how important is it to you to have God's best? Do you truly want your 2018 to be days of glory, days of flourishing, days of abounding? Then don't allow anyone nor anything to cause your heart to melt. Determined to be like Caleb, in which the Bible declared in Numbers chapter 14, verse 24, he had another spirit. In other words, a different spirit than what other people had. What spirit was that? The spirit of faith and the spirit of perseverance. Hallelujah. And he got God's best. You want God's best? If you want God's best, do these things. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm going for God's best. I'll not be satisfied until I have God's best. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today is the day to say no to distractions and focus on standing established, trusting the Lord. In the eye-opening book, The Established Heart, Jerry Savelle teaches seven major revelations from God's Word that you can apply to develop an established heart. With your heart established, you can stand in the midst of anything and truly make a difference for God in your life, in your family, and in the world. The Most High wants you most blessed. That begins with a vision. In the powerful four-CD teaching, Developing a Vision for Increase, Jerry shares how developing fresh vision will enable you to see life the way God wants you to live it. 
Don't wait any longer. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Pursuing God's Glory resource package, including the book, The Established Heart, and the four-CD message, Developing a Vision for Increase. You can learn to stand steady in victory in the midst of any distractions thrown your way. Develop the vision for an established life today. have a question for you. Did you enjoy the teaching on pursuing God's glory that we shared with you this week and last week? If you did, I want to hear from you. Let me know that this program is blessing you. The teaching that you've just experienced has uh, helped you to understand more about the glory of God, how to pursue it, how to experience it in your life. I want to hear from you. We appreciate all of you that write and let us know that you're enjoying the broadcast and that it's helping you in your spiritual growth. So take a few moments, sit down, write to me. And if at all possible, if you'd like to become a partner with us, we certainly would in, uh, enjoy you doing that. And it helps us to reach more and more people all over the world. So write and ask us about partnership. And don't forget about our special uh, resource offer today. It's entitled The Established Heart, a little book that I wrote many, many years ago. In fact, this was my very first book and it's been reprinted many, many times. It's got different artwork and uh, I was looking at it today as they brought it to me and I thought, oh my, this book has been printed so many times. It's touched so many lives and I've gotten many, many testimonies over the years of how it has brought people into a deeper understanding of how to become established in their faith, established in their heart, and become immovable. No matter what the devil does, you get to the place where you're not moved by what you see, you're not moved by what you hear, you're not moved by what you feel, you're only moved by what you believe. And this little book will teach you how to get that way. And then this is a series that I did not too awfully long ago, Developing a Vision for Increase. You know, when you talk about the glory of God, when you ask God, show me your glory, you're not only asking Him for a manifestation of His presence and a manifestation of His power, but also a manifestation of His goodness. And God is so good that He wants you to prosper. And this series will teach you how to position yourself to experience more and more increase from God. So place your order today. The easiest way to do it is go online jerrysavelle.org, and we'll t receive your order, and we'll send it to you as quickly as we possibly can. Also, I want to remind you that we'll begin a new series next week, and I want to encourage you to join with me. Tell somebody about the broadcast. You know, we love ministering to people, teaching them how to become the winners that God has called them to be, and we're always looking for an opportunity to minister to people who have never heard these things before. So if you have some relatives, some friends that you know need to hear a good, positive faith message, then let them know about the broadcast. Encourage them to watch it. And um, also, I want to encourage you to send in your prayer requests. We have people on our staff that love to pray, know how to pray, and we get tremendous testimonies all the time about how God is answering prayers in the lives of our partners, our friends, and viewers just like you. So we encourage you to take a few moments, write to us, and let us know how much you're enjoying the broadcast. And also, if you have prayer requests, please send them in. Let me pray for you before we leave the air right now. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that every person that's been watching this broadcast today, that you will supply their every need. You will cause them to prosper 
cause them to be well in their bodies, cause them to live in divine health, and Lord, give them great favor in the days ahead. In the name of Jesus, amen. I'll see you next week, and until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.